what is up y'all welcome back to the stop playing with me podcast i am your lovely oh beautiful talented intelligent confident competent healthy wealthy co-host kirsten s lewis and honey i wouldn't be me if it wasn't for he y'all already know who he is come on clap it up clap it up clap it up for the holy ghost because he is my friend my confidant and the only one that i can lean on in a time of controversy he has been my anchor in a time of storm and wavering for sure and he's been so patient with me as i've been walking out this journey of self-confidence but those of y'all who do not know this podcast is about everything and all things advocating for self and becoming more confident about well, confident in who I am as a person, who I am as an individual, and who I am as a soul, right? And this journey started out with me hearing so many times about people feeling um, like I was not confident, right? And I just thought it was because I was being humble. But now getting into these different spaces with these different people, I kept receiving the same criticism about me not being confident and so this journey is about me becoming more confident in who I am and how I portray myself and how my value is being portrayed across all industries and platforms and so welcome back to the party y'all listen a few church announcements season one it was all about introduction season two stop playing with me stop playing with my friends now we're in season three and it feels like season three is going to be real real soulish when I tell y'all I am so happy to be back I didn't even think I was going to be back this soon but here we are but I think this season is going to be really really uh pivotal for anyone as I've been learning how to navigate my soul the bible says that I wish above all else that you prosper as your soul prospers. And that speaks to how important it is that we tend to our souls. Last season, we talked a lot about um, love others as you love yourself. So that means you have to prioritize loving yourself before you have the capability to love anybody else, right? And it's I'm trying not to get ahead of myself, but I feel like this is going to be a very, very intimate, a very, very intimate, soft, sentimental or sensitive um, group of episodes. But I'm just allowing Holy Spirit to do whatever it is he wants to do. Um, I'm not going to hold y'all. My mind was all over the place. I didn't even know how I was going to be able to approach this, but I just had a plan in place. And I asked Holy Spirit, you know, take the reins, take the lead. It's all on you. So with that being said, oh, and don't forget, we have every other Sundays live at five on Instagram. But anyway, y'all not here for all the formalities, even though I gave them to you. Make sure y'all follow, like, share and subscribe. Now, to hop into this season, coming out the gate hot one of the things that I definitely wanted to expound upon in season three is the soul and I was going to say something like you know a little bit more on the uh less deep side I was going to say this is like my soft my femininity y'all see I'm sitting on the floor right this is giving soft (laughs) it's giving soft it's giving sensitive it's getting sensual and all of a sudden I felt God saying actually Let's talk about the soul. And I was like, oh, I mean, I've talked about the soul before, which is very interesting. Uh, I used to do YouTube videos and y'all please don't go look for it. I'm I'm mm-mm, please just don't. But I used to do, I used to do where it's YouTube videos and they were called soul checks. And of course, we know about the soul, right? It's the mind, will, and emotions. And I literally created three whole characters that 
were personifications of the mind, will, and emotions and how often we allow those things to steer us and how we often feed those things, you know, and think that, help me, Holy Spirit. We often think that the mind, will, and the emotions are automatically going to work in tandem. And that's not true. Which is why I think it's so profound how God really wanted us to expound upon it. Because like I said, I used to do YouTube videos that literally portrayed how the mind, will, and emotions really be working together. And sometimes it is a huge train wreck. The funny thing is I, I use the analogy as a, it being a car. It being um, your mind, will, and emotions being in the car. The will is the front seat, which is, you know, it steers. It's your decision making. Your mind is in the passenger seat. It's handling all of the information. It's handling all of the uh, directions that, you know, it communicates that to your will and your will decides where, you, where you're going to go. And then, of course, it's emotions in the backseat. It's a little, it's a little child, immature, but it's emo in the backseat and how they all work together in this car. If they're not working in tandem, they're going to hinder us getting to where God wants us to be ultimately because we're leaning on either our emotions or we're taking directions from emotions when we really should be taking directions from our mind. Right. And we're allowing our will to steer the steer the way, but we're leaning on our will to have all of the necessary information when that's really our mind's job. You know what I'm saying? So when we choose not to put proper perspective and in, in, in the role that we play in our soul work, if we don't take the necessary opportunity to, opportunities to respond to our soul work well, we will perish. You know what I'm saying? Because when we leave this earth, our souls is what goes, not these bodies, right? Our souls are what goes. And we, what I love about us, but what I also am learning about us is that we prioritize self-care and self-work. We prioritize fitness, wellness, um, prioritizing our business plans, our careers, um, relationships. We prioritize get doing the work in those areas, going to therapy, hashtag get on somebody's couch. But one of the things that I feel like we just disregard is the soul, right? And so part of where I wanted to start this season off with, where I have been growing for sure, is concerning self-talk. And so with that being said, this episode is going to be called Talk to Me Nice. Huh? Talk to me nice. I don't know about anybody else, but I felt for a long time, like I said, that my soul was automatic. I thought that my soul already knew what it was and what it wasn't. Right. And I oftentimes got my spirit confused with my soul because if my spirit, you know, is connected with the Holy Spirit, then that's, you know, a given. He's already feeding me the information I need. But my soul is my soul, literally responsibility to steward. And I used to take and that help me, Holy Ghost, and that aided in a lot of why I would take on what everybody else was saying as doctrine. And I would let that information, misinformation, mix, misquotes, and all the like get into my soul. And that's what I became. Whatever you allow into your soul, however you talk to yourself, however you allow people to talk to you, that's what's going to get into your soul. 
That's why the Bible says to guard your eye gates. And I was doing a less than exceptional job at how I was talking to me. When I took a step back out of my own life and just looked from a different angle of perspective on how I was handling me when it comes to verbals, I felt ashamed. I'm not going to hold you. God had to really get me together. And he was like, have you noticed how you talk to you? And I had a tendency to be very hard on myself because I would set these unrealistic expectations and thinking, having this superhero complex, having this God complex, thinking that I can take on the world without God's perspective. And when I couldn't take on that challenge when I couldn't necessarily get it right in that moment or if I was having a hard time grasping a concept I would call myself dumb I would call myself slow and it wouldn't even be things that I would say out loud it's those things that I would rehearse in my mind you you are selfish you're mean you're rude you think you better than everybody else and these aren't even things that I originally thought of myself these are things that people would say and because those are the things that I allowed into my soul, I rehearsed them over and over again. And so that's what was constantly feeding me when it came to self-talk. And that's how I was beating myself up all the time, replaying words that people said, not even what I said. And so God was challenging me to be more intentional about how I was talking to me. And it got to a point and it's getting to a point. Actually, I'm making a commitment. Y'all hold me accountable. I'm making a commitment to writing more like to actual journal to actually journal my thoughts because I think a lot I live in my head a lot unfortunately it's a blessing and sometimes it feels like a curse because in the same mind I have so many ideas and so much creativity and so many concepts that I just need to come out right but also in this mind there are so many narratives and so many stories that could be a figment of the imagination that could be very true that could be the, the discernment of God that could be the prophetic declaration for the foreseeable future or it could be a flat-out lie that I've just chosen to entertain and so sometimes my mind would torment me right sometimes creativity put in the wrong parameters would torment me and you could tell in the way that I talked about myself or the lack thereof, how much I didn't talk, you know, about me and, and my accomplishments and, what's I, and what I've done. Actually, beautiful moment, beautiful moment actually happened a few days ago. I was telling God, like, I don't really know what is next for me right now. These last six, seven months have been eye-opening, game-changing. Like, I, my life has changed forever. I always remember the season, right? And I decided to take a leap of faith and apply for a job, right? Um, just so, like, you know, it is what it is to apply for a job. And the qualifications didn't 100% meet where I was in that very moment. But the more I dwelled on it in my mind, I was literally talking myself out. Eh, eh, eh. Man, I'm sorry. That thing just told me up. But I was literally talking myself out of the opportunity because of how I saw the magnitude of it, because I saw it as a mountain, right? And it was a very pivotal moment when I decided to sit my happy tail up 
and literally say, Kirsten, when you look over your life, the past maybe five, six, seven years, you may not see it now because you haven't really been doing it as of lately, but you fit the description of this job perfectly. Now, is it on a different scale and is it within a different scope? For sure. But the principles that you've learned in your experiences past are identical to what you will be doing on this job. And in that very moment, I kid y'all not, I felt so much confidence in myself. I felt so empowered and I felt encouraged and I literally felt like I could I could do anything that I set my mind to. And all it took was a pep talk, right? And imagine Imagine taking every moment of your day when insecurity sets in to not just say like, you know, you're good, you're awesome, you can do this, you can da 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 but taking yourself down memory lane, taking your own self down memory lane and realizing that God has brought you a mighty long way. And even though you may be out of touch a little bit, like, you know, even though you haven't done it in a long time, or even if you feel, you know, out of sorts or uh, out of shape, if you feel foreign to it or uh, estranged to it, but you know that you can do it. It's one thing to know that you have the capabilities. And that was my thing. I would know that I had the capabilities to do it, but I would act like I didn't. I would say, like, if they would just give me a chance, if they would just give me a chance, if they would just give me an opportunity, I know I can do it. Rather than walking and talking, like, whether you give me a chance or not, I know I can do it. Like, you don't have to give me a chance. But, however, if you did, you'll be the best decision you ever made in your life. I ain't going to hold you, honey. I ain't going to hold you. And like I said, it was that pep talk that made a world of difference in that very moment. And where I was once my mind was talking me out of an opportunity that I know I had the capability to do my voice, life and death are in the power of the tongue. My voice spoke better things. Even when my mind told me lies, my voice spoke better things. And I want to make it very, very clear while I am here. Listen, we kick in this season. All right. Your mind, will and emotions are going to lie to you. I will say it again. Your mind, your will and your emotions will lie to you every single time. Why do you think the Bible says that your heart is deceitful? Why does why do you think the Bible speaks so much about the flesh being evil, obeying your flesh more than you obey, obey God? Why do you think the Bible speaks so much about causing all of your thoughts to come under subjection to the Holy Spirit? Right. Why do you think you're the Bible is telling you to fix your thoughts? Thoughts on the things of Christ, whatever is honorable, true, just, holy, of good report, righteous. The Bible tells you to fix your mind on the things of God. It tells you to flee from temptation because your flesh is weak. It tells you not to lean into your own understanding. 
But in all your ways, acknowledge God because he will direct your path. He's telling you up and down, in and out throughout scripture, that your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions, if not garnered, if not rooted in the word of God, if not spoken to in an empowering, loving, beautiful, honest, true way, it's going to lie to you. So my question is, y'all, how have you been talking to you? What have you been saying to yourself and what have you allowed people to say to you and what have you believed? What have you heard people say about you and what did you believe? What have you said about you and what have you co-signed about you? That your soul now believes. I really wish we understood how powerful our tongues are. Because literally our very lives are shaped by what we say. Our lives are shaped by what people say. If I tell you. That you're going to be a millionaire tomorrow. You're going to believe that thing. If I tell you that you are that you are the most integrous person that have that has ever walked this side of Georgia, you will believe it. And it will do something to you that will often challenge you to be more integrous simply because I said it. And like I said, I think it was beautiful. It was amazing because now that I'm understanding how powerful it is. When I talk to myself nice, when I talk to me nice, I I start to I start to uh, guard that. I start to guard that with my life. I start to be very careful about who I let around me, who I let talk to me, who let who I let get in, get in my space, get in my ear, get in my, you know, sphere of influence. It got to a point to where I actually started writing affirmations and I'm not even a big affirmations girl. I started to write all types of encouraging words and affirmations on my mirror in my bathroom. As soon as I walk in there and I turn the light on or I shine a light on that mirror, you will see I, I hear the voice of God. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. My husband will praise me. I am a Proverbs 31 woman. I am a Shunammite woman. I am a friend of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ it speaks better things. I carry the fruits of the spirit. And simply seeing those things and reciting those things daily has literally changed the trajectory of my soul. Right. It has changed the trajectory of my soul. And so, yes, my charge to anyone that is listening, to everyone that is listening. Take this week, for real, take this week to talk to you nice. You, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to say anything negative about you. I don't care what goals you did not meet this week. I don't care who you disappointed last week. And I don't care who this is going to disappoint in your life tomorrow. Talk to you nice. And I mean, hear me by the spirit of God. Talk to you nice. Because I wish above all else 
that you prosper as your soul prospers. And one of the first steps I'm understanding of getting back to a whole soul and a healthy soul is first feeding it the right things. This is why your body, this is why the Bible says that your eyes are like lamps. It lights up your entire house. So if your eye is unhealthy, then your entire house is filled with darkness. And if the darkness that you're living in, you actually think is light. Oh, how deep that darkness really is. So I am looking forward to being more intentional about guarding my gates and talking to myself nice, closing doors to anything that is not feeding my soul well. You know, the same way that you decide not to eat too much salt or too much sugar because you know that it'll cause health issues. The same way that you know that you have to go and exercise every so often a week because it keeps you fit. The same way you know, excuse me, the same way that you know you have to talk to God every single day because it keeps your spirit at bay and it keeps you connected to something other than yourself, right? The same attention needs to go to our souls. And that starts with how are you feeding it? Close the door to what is not serving your soul. Close the door to all types of information. Close the door to all kinds of nuances or influences, TV shows even, social media even. Close the door to those things and start to feed your soul information. Start to feed your soul truer things. Start to feed your soul the word of God. And most of all, start talking to yourself nice. Start talking to yourself like you love you, like you, like you love you. Jesus, start talking to yourself like you love yourself. And st- oh, well, I, well, here we go. And not and, and I'm not talking about the way that your parents loved you. I'm talking about the love that God has been teaching you about his love. The way that people have loved you and God's love are two different loves. I'm telling you, I ain't telling you nothing. I don't know. I walk this earth and I and sometimes I still walk around reflecting what I think love is based on the experience that I had with my parents. And my parents version of love is that they were always supportive, one, and they paid the bills and they made sure we had a roof over our head, food on our table, clothes on our back. And if we had any extracurricular activities at school, they made sure that they it was funded. They were providers and I'll never take anything away from my parents. They were providers and that's how they showed love. They were supporters and that's how they showed love. But that's not the kind of love I'm trying to get y'all to love yourselves as because that's not the kind of love that God wanted me to love myself as. That's why I focus. So sometimes I focus so heavily on achievement and on Paying bills and getting stuff done. That's the only way I would feel achieved. That was the only way I felt valued and loved because that was the love I knew when I was a kid. My parents paid the bills, so that's how I knew they loved me. So, Kirsten, you need to pay these bills in order to love yourself. And God is saying, actually, be patient, be kind, keep no record of what you did wrong, forgive yourself. How about that? And by doing this, you love. You, by doing this, you're reflecting my love for you. 
So y'all, I admonish you. Love you this week, for real. You are valuable, you are capable, and you are free from all of the accusations because Jesus made sure that he died for that. Be free. Talk to you nicely. And, honey, that's all I got. I do. The blood of Jesus is speaking better things over y'all today. Okay? The blood of Jesus is saying that you're holy, you're free, you're mighty. You're powerful. You have authority. And you can speak to dead things and they'll come to life. Replay those things. Replay these things to you as a jump start to your self-talk journey, okay? Listen, I'm glad to be back. I ain't gonna hold you. The Holy Ghost brought it in and, you know, it's kicking me right on out because I'm trying to be better with time. But listen, last final words for this. The soul work is important as well. Do the soul work. The soul work is not the spirit work. The spirit work is not the self work. And the self work is not, you know, life work. They all have their respective places and your soul plays a part in that. In the same way that you nurture those things, nurture your soul too. Okay. We're going to expound upon it some more in the coming episodes for sure. But um, yeah, I think we're good. Listen, if y'all want to follow your girl, you can follow me at Kirsten.S.Lewis. And honey, if you wanted to follow the Holy Ghost, because you know you need him, you can follow him at the cross. Listen, I love y'all. And make sure y'all like, comment, share, subscribe to let me know that y'all love me back. And last but not least, ew, thank you, Holy Ghost. And last but not least, love yourself as much as you love everybody else. Take it easy, and I'll see y'all next time. Welcome back, season three. Peace.